What's your story? Whether you're a client or an independent financial advisor, we know you face many important decisions that can affect your and your clients' long-term financial success. Welcome to the WIN Podcast. What's important now with Corey Hymanson, accredited investment fiduciary and president of Hymanson Wealth Advisors. In this podcast, Corey helps you identify your goals and objectives through financial education and comprehensive planning, while inspiring you to make better behavioral decisions in your personal finance. With a twist on pop culture and current events, join us as we explore growth and protection strategies for individuals, advisors, and their businesses. Come and discover what's important to you now. Hello and welcome to the Wind Podcast with Corey Hymanson. Corey, how are you? Hello, I'm good. It good is to good see to be you. back with you. Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, new day. Trying to bring some some interesting stuff, and I mean, yeah, I don't know. See what we can come up with today. Well, you, you said that this was going to be an interesting show, so I, I'm I'm interested to see what we're talking about. What, yeah, what, what so, have we got? Yeah, the the basic title, and then we always go deeper or off in another tangent. The the title of today's is a collection of change. So a fun fact is that as a as a small child, my parents thought I should collect banks. I guess. So my mom worked in a bank. So now I've got all these piggy banks and coin banks and all these things. And so what do you do with them? You hide them away in one random office in your <laughs> office building that nobody ever sees. <laughs> That's so, a good use for them. So fun fact. So since we're talking about change, I, I emptied some of them. And so I, I'm going to dump out, you know, a couple coins here. And I know we're not on video, but we'll try and see if this, you know, brings some noise that, that's entertaining. And then we'll go through these one by one for the next hour or so, uh, looking at dates and interesting facts. Okay. Well, that's definitely a change from your normal podcast. Okay. All right. Well, here, <laughs> let, let, I don't, this might sound like raindrops or, or, or a train wreck. We'll see how this sounds. But it's a lot of coins. Are you running some noise canceling software over there? Because I don't hear a thing. Didn't hear anything? <laughs> I am not, actually. Oh, well, hey. Well, wait a, kudos to Zoom for blocking out the change sound. But So you just dumped a bunch of coins out. I, I, I dumped out coins all over my desk here, and they went on the floor. And, and so we're just going to describe that it was a really loud noise. And now to bring us back to reality, we are not going to talk about coins. Yeah, well, you know, the interesting thing is if this is from when you were a kid, there's got to be a bunch of silver in there. Well, see, now you're somewhat dating me. <laughs> oh, yes. I was slightly after 1965, so I don't think I have many silver coins here. They are hidden away in storage every oh, time I've go. ever found those. But, All right. Well, there you go. All right. Yeah, That's yeah. good. So so let's talk about change. You know, we're not talking coins here, and, and most people know me well enough to know that we never just go with the layup type mm -hmm. answer connected mm -hmm. to what we're talking about. But uh, we all face change, right? Yes. In, in life, you know, and, and change is basically just something that's different, kind of puts us into an uncomfortable position maybe sometimes, you know, but just like anything, when I want to learn more about a topic or a word, I, I go to this thing called the internet and, and I typed in a phrase. And so I typed in the phrase books about change into a website search engine that many people have probably heard of. But anyway, 5 billion 950,000 search results come back. Jeez, that's a lot of books to read. I mean, that, yeah, that's like a long weekend, you know? And so <laughs> yeah. what I did here is I, I'm going to quickly 
run through these, just just the first 15, the first 15 things that popped up from the search results, and, and then we'll, we'll go from there. But 11 books about change to guide you through life's seasons, five hmm. books to help you embrace the change, 12 reassuring books to help kids deal with change, the 30 most life-changing books that will shift your perspective and stick with you forever. That's hmm. serious, you know. 21 life-changing books you won't be able to put down, three books that will change your life, 40 most life-changing books that you need, 20 life-changing books that shape your thinking, 54 books that will change your life, <laughs> the 100 best change kids books, 52 books to change your life in one year. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm almost to the end, people. This 19 picture books about change for kids, 10 inspirational books that will change your life for good, top 10 books on change management, and lastly... The 50 best books to change your life and the way you see the world. Hmm. All told, what are we looking at? 437 books have just been thrown in my lap to tell me what? That basically change is inevitable. Not a hell of a lot you can do about it except deal with it and move mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah. I, I'm not reading any of them 100, uh, 437 books. Yeah, 21, 21 of them you can't put down for the rest of your life. That's a lot to carry around. Just <laughs> Gee, you know, Christmas. Yeah, I mean, so it's just interesting to me, and, and and maybe it's hitting me home or hitting me a little more personally lately because you know I've seen some things just in 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 my world. You know, whether that's uh, loss of a loved one or or the deterioration of health of somebody. You know, mm -hmm. change isn't a lot of times it isn't something you expect, and it maybe isn't at a convenient time. Yeah, but. It's out there. And so, you know, I, I encourage listeners, you know, that if you're facing change and you're scared or upset about something, reach out to somebody. It, it helps to talk to somebody, whether that's, you know, somebody you're close to as a friend or a companion. But it could be people like me. It could be an mm -hmm. advisor. It could be, hell, it could be a therapist. You know, I mean, but but somebody, somebody can help you get through your rough patch. And, and I'm not saying all change is rough patches. I shouldn't say that. Well, I think that you do a great job of helping people to change in one specific area. I mean, which is, I, I, I say one specific area, but it's life. So that's not exactly specific, but, um, just something that happened last night. I, I remember when I was younger, my, my drive, my focus was making money, building my business, working, you know, a ton of hours, Corey, a ton of hours to, to set up a business. Um, you know that you're a business owner. And that's what I was chasing because that's what I felt my family needed at the time, so on and so forth. And just in the last 10 years, uh, still running a business and still doing all that, um, I've really changed my perspective on what's important, right? So it, it, it falls right in line with this podcast, what's important now? Well, now time is more important to me. So just a, a brief story. Last night, I, I got a call from my dad. He's like, hey, buddy, I'm like, what's going on, Pop? He says, well... Just want to let you know I'm heading to the ER. I fell down. <laughs> okay, you okay? Just a casual, and obviously, casual yeah, notice. Yeah, very casual. You know, just want to make sure that everything was okay. And so I just went over to the ER because I knew which hospital they're going to go to. He tripped on. He was trying to load some fertilizer from a, a cart into the the back of a truck. Um, he's 83, and the cart was a little funky sideways, and he tripped on the handle of the cart face first down to the concrete, <laughs> smacked his head in his nose. And so we're sitting in the ER last night and he's in good spirits, you know, talking with all the nurses, of course. And, but 
it's it's those kind of moments where I'm like, this is this is why I do what I do now. This is why I enjoy having the time that I do now, where my focus is more on time, and that's the real change because I want to be able to go and and help him do those things that he shouldn't be doing, like loading those things. Now he's stubborn, so he's gonna do that when I'm not there. I can't be there all the time, but I have I've dedicated more time to be able to spend with them, my my aging parents, because that's where my focus is, and I think you do a beautiful job of that throughout all these podcasts, you've talked a lot about that. What's important to you now? And you help people see that and achieve that. So I don't think, like you said, all change isn't negative. It's just a change. Absolutely. And and first and foremost, I hope your father's on the mend and head in the right direction now. Yeah. That's funny that you said head in the right direction. <laughs> I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. Yeah, tough. Yeah. But but you're right. I, I was in that building a business mindset for for lots and lots of years you know i've been doing this 24 years and you're right there's a drive maybe that goes in the first 23 years that's different than than the next 23 years the the joke in our office building is that the only person that doesn't take all of his or her applicable vacation or paid time off days is still this guy Mm -hmm. with two thumbs pointing at myself that guy um and every year I say, I'm going to take more days off. I'm going to, I'm going to try and, you know, maybe take off 10 half days. <laughs> and they all look at me like, dude, you're the boss. You could take off 80 days if you wanted to, but, but I'm never going to do that. Yeah. Um, because people that know me, they know I'm competitive. It doesn't matter if I was setting up a lemonade stand downtown every day or doing what I do. I'm going to be the best at it yeah. is the objective, you know? And, and to do what's right for people to make them happy. But anyway, this isn't all about me. <laughs> but 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 you're right. You know, change in a business is important, I would even argue, that like mine, for example. You know, once you build a certain type of business to a certain size, you could probably coast if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, but then that means I never would have wrote a book. Correct. Which I did just to to see if I could challenge myself and if it would turn out productive. And, you know, now we've sold a lot of them really. And honestly, we give away far more than we ever sell because I just want people to hold it and have it. And and I, I love when we have to reorder more, more boxes to distribute, you know, that's great. And then, and then it goes to the podcast. It's like, Hey, yeah, the, the book was, you know, checked off the list. And, and so let's see if we can do a podcast. And here we are, we're on show number 40. Yeah. And I remember early in this path, you told me what the average number of podcasts that that people complete do you remember that conversation because i think i asked how many in in our industry you know do what's the average uh longevity i think mm-hmm. was the way to say that it, it used to be i think when we first spoke about it, i think it was eight right well it's the numbers lowered <laughs> now it's like three people do three podcasts and then they just like eh, i quit that's amazing. That's like, it's like going to the gym three times. Yeah, yeah. expecting <laughs> or, results. Stop eating red meat for three days. So it doesn't matter what you do for a living or you know what you're into. I mean, embrace change, you know, tackle change and appreciate it because we're all on the same path to um, not seeing sunrises. Maybe, or, you know what I mean? I, I don't know how to phrase all that, but mm-hmm. I mean, we're all on a, on a defined path essentially. And you're right. When you talk about the show name, what's important now, man, you can't plan for 40 years from today unless you take care of business today and tomorrow and the day after that. So that's the mindset I'm really trying to create with this podcast, not just in my town, 
but in the country, in the world, whoever's listening to this, I mean, let let's change the the way or the rhetoric of this stuff and and make people think about financial planning or or planning in life in general in a in a different and more of an immediate thinking type way. Yeah, and I think the to to me just talking with you and, and learning from you for these last forty shows. Uh, one of the things that I've noticed is that you are all constantly trying to not keep up with change, but kind of look toward the future of what changes could be could be made in your industry, within folks' retirements, within, within their goals, because you know as well as I do that people are living longer. And as technology improves, I mean, again, 20 years ago, you weren't recording you know, your voice in educational material for posterity, like you are with this podcast and putting it out there for free for everybody. This is new. This is a newer technology, if you will. And you, you've embraced it and adopted it. And you know, as well as I do, that the health care is going to improve. Technology is going to improve our lives. And that means people are going to live longer. So you have to plan now. You have to change your mindset and your client's mindsets to Hey, you're not going to live as long as your grandfather did. You're going to live longer than that, most likely, because technology yeah. is going to keep you alive. And with that technology, there's going to be an expense. And so therefore, how do we plan for that? I mean, you have a job that is ever changing, and it's something that you constantly keep up with. Well, and I would even argue if, if you're going to deal with any kind of professional person as a consumer or a client, don't you want cutting edge technology, cutting mm -hmm. edge concepts out of that, that individual or that individual's team. Because, you know, if you walk into a, a lawyer's office and they have blue shag carpet, you know, and, and ceiling tiles that are stained because <laughs> nobody's spent a damn nickel in that place in 50 years, you're at the wrong attorney office. Yeah. Yep. And so you, you want to team up with people that are willing to spend money, be aggressive, try to think about different ways of, of accomplishing something. And again, we don't want everybody in the country to deal with our office. There's plenty of good advisors out there. Go find one that mix meets your needs and, and fits into your situation. And if you can't find that person, you know damn well where we are. Mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> right? <laughs> but uh, I laugh. You know, it's just fun. Improving things and trying to improve people's lives is fun. And it should be, you know. And, and, and I think back, you know, just a couple episodes ago, we, we talked about, there's a story, story about bricklayers, right? You know, that you walk up to three bricklayers and you're like, what are you doing? And one of them's, you know, half-hearting, half-hearting it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> phrase. You know, you know that, that's a person that, that has a job. And maybe the next one, you know, is going a little bit beyond. And, you know, so they have a career. And then that third one, you know, the third one's passionate about showing up to work and delivering an end product that's meaningful. You know, that's a person with a calling. Yeah. And so I like to think I have a calling, but I know darn well after, after visiting with you all the hours we've visited that, that I think you too, my friend, have a calling. <laughs> I do that. That's a great transition. But I, before we make that transition, Corey, I want to ask you a question about working with your clients. What is what do you think is the hardest change that the listener is going to face when they approach retirement, when they approach that time, when when they are entrusting themselves to everything they've worked so hard for for the first 40 years of their life? It, it is scary, you know, and I, I can see the look in people's eyes 
you know, when they start having the conversation of, I think I'm ready to retire, but do I have enough? That, that mm-hmm. is the question that is every time, every time, every time, do I have enough money? I don't want to go back to work, Corey. And I'll say to him, you know, if we do this right, which we're expecting to, you don't have to go back to work unless you want to go back to work. But it's, it's communication. It's an evolving conversation because another part that's tough for people is if, let's say you have a spouse and you've been going to work for 40 years, you know, and so you see your spouse how many hours a day, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, and so suddenly now you have maybe a couple and you're together all day long. And, and I see that and I, and people joke about it, but it, it's real, you know, it's different. Yeah. Different expectations around the house. If you're there with somebody else, different expectations, if you're not going to work and not feeling productive about talking to other people, delivering a, an item or a service, it's tough. I get it. Mm-hmm. But you know, here's, here's a good takeaway. So in all my years, we have never, and I know the compliance people don't want me to make guarantees to this point, we have never screwed up somebody's financial retirement so badly that they had to go back to work and start over. Mm. We're batting a thousand, you know, and, and that's not because we're super awesome. It's because we know what can go wrong and we, we solve for that before it ever comes into play. Yeah. The second scariest part is health. And, and I, I think people maybe take good health for granted until suddenly you're hit along. I was going to say hit alongside the head, but we already had a head uh, story today. So I apologize. <laughs> take my voice down into a somber tone. No, my, my dad's still making fun of it. You know, he's, 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 he's laughing and I, I and uh, one of the nurses said, Oh, well, you're handling yourself really well. You, you're a real trooper. And I said, don't give him a big head. <laughs> of course he laughed. He loved that. You know, he likes that kind of humor. So no, you're, you're in good company. <laughs> you know, and, and I think that healthcare story is not necessarily just, Oh my gosh, somebody, somebody passed away. It's, mm-hmm. it's not a death. The, the one that's a tougher grind is a slower deterioration or, you know, um, yep. man, that's tough. You see it all the time. And, and honestly, there's a lot of people dealing with it out there that we probably don't even know of, yeah. but they're in their homes and, and one person's taking care of another. And, and that's not public in the public eye. You know, maybe they don't get out to church or to the grocery store, like, like a lot of other people, you know, and, and, and I don't want anybody to, to, to forget about those, those people and those caregivers out there, out there. Cause they're, Man, super important and doing a good thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's what I love is that you, you have the passion to help people work through those issues, right? I mean, it's, it's not just like you said, it's not just somebody passing away and then you, you're dealing with a will and inheritance and blah, blah, blah. It's everything that happens before then. You've talked about long-term care on this podcast. You've talked about, you know, whether people need it or not. Some, some people do, some people don't. Um, you've talked about insurance. You've talked about all these different things in a protection format. And also what you can do to make sure that you are as healthy as possible. You've talked about that. I mean, you cover, I, I don't want to say everything because again, compliance might slap me, <laughs> but, but you cover so many pieces of somebody's life and their livelihood to get them to that point where, you know what, you're going to walk through their situation with them. It's not like a, Hey, here you go. Have a great 40 year retirement or 35 year retirement. See you on the other side. Um, you're, you're working with these people every day. Yeah. And I think the, the thing that surprises a lot of people is I think they, 
assume they're going to need a lot more money in retirement than they than they have. Mm. And what that means is generally the people that are good at accumulating and saving and making good decisions those first 40 years of working have probably got to a point where it's going to be a lot easier to plan from that day forward. And, and, and they already know that they're savers and not spenders. You know, people don't flip the switch. We've talked about that. You'd, barring something catastrophic, most people, if they're good at saving and, you know, don't spend everything they take in every month for the first 40 years of working, they're probably not going to f- change teams and, and, and be different on the backside of that. And jumping around earlier, you, you mentioned it in, in this, this quote always comes back to me. It's Wayne Gretzky hockey player. You know, they always wondered why he was so good. And he says, well, I skate to where the puck's going to be, not mm. where it's at. You know, and I always think of that. I'm not not a huge hockey guy, but how cool of a quote is that? I mean, yeah. that's business. That's life. Sports. It can be any of those things. You got to be forward looking and forward thinking if you really want good results. Yeah. By all means, if you're a person that doesn't think that way, then team up. Team up with people like 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 our office or somebody that, that thinks that way. Stuff yeah. isn't that hard. I mean, history is not new. We've said that before too. No, absolutely. Well, my friend, it, it has been a journey and it's uh it's been a lot of fun and I appreciate you more than I know that you kind of alluded to this earlier, but um, there is, there is a change coming up. And uh, as much as I have enjoyed our time together, um, you know, I'm passionate about helping people and, and I, I hope that I've helped you in, in the, the growth of this podcast and get your message out there because I think your message is vitally important. Um, not just, I mean, this isn't a local podcast. This is a nationwide podcast and uh, people are learning from you every time you get on this show. Uh, but you know, as well as I do that a lot of companies are having a hard time finding folks, um, finding and hiring people. And my wife and I used to work for Boys Town over here in Nebraska, working with at-risk youth. And I've shared this story with you, obviously, and this is the time that I need to share it with the audience uh, because there will be a change in this podcast as well. Corey's not going anywhere. He's the boss. He's the, <laughs> he's the driver of this. Um, but my wife and I were asked to come back to Boys Town because it's difficult to find uh, house parents, family teachers for these young men and young women. Uh, we chose to work with uh, young men. And we have a bunch of them that live in our house now. And, and uh, my wife is cooking feverishly for an army all the time. <laughs> and uh, we really enjoy it. There's a, there's a 1938 movie called Boys Town. It was Mickey Rooney and Spencer Tracy. And they won an Oscar. And the Oscar is actually here at Boys Town in, in the Hall of History Museum. Um, but we're back. We're back doing this. And, and part of this is the fact that we'll have eight kids and not a lot of time for other things. And so I've got to wrap up my time on this podcast. And there's a great gentleman, Bill, that's going to be taking over. And uh, I just want to thank you, Corey for everything that you have done and, and educated me on and just allowing me to be a small part of, of what you've created here. I, I appreciate that. And I do, I appreciate you for, for everything you've contributed. You've coached me up. And, and if I go back and listen to episode one through five, I'm sure I was really bad. And now <laughs> I wouldn't I'm, say bad. Now I'm hopefully mediocre. <laughs> you were new. Now you're and then, fantastic. And then we're going to tie the sail to Bill and take this thing to a to a, a an above average level. <laughs> That's right. Whole new. <laughs> Bill's finally going to get this podcast off the ground. A lot of pressure. <laughs> oh man, no, no. But seriously, though, you know, um, we we shouldn't be sad that 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 our conversations are over. We should be glad that they happened, right? Oh, absolutely. And. And I do. I appreciate it. It's been a good journey. Um, but yeah, 
we're still committed to this cause just as much as you're committed to your cause of doing yeah. good things and having that calling. And man, this, this reminds me of some of the greatest moments I have in working with clients because sometimes they've retired, it's working successfully and they come to me and they, they feel sheepish and they say, Jesus, oh, you know, I, I bought a new RV and, and I need a hundred thousand dollars. Like, like there's like, they're thinking I'm going to be disappointed. And I look at them, I say, I am not here. My staff is not here to hoard your investment dollars. Mm -hmm. We're here to help you achieve the things, tackle the things, accomplish those things that you want to accomplish. That's success. Yeah. I love it when, when people withdraw things in a productive way. And that's exactly what you're doing. You're in, in theory, you're, you're withdrawing from the podcast. We can mm. almost say, and that's super good because you're going to something that is so important. I think it's important, but I know it's important to you and your wife. And it's certainly important to every young man, or if you branch out to young women, any of those young people that, that can benefit from, from guidance. That's awesome. Super well, awesome. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate the support. Um, I don't know if I shared this with you, but when, when we were here the first time, so we were here for almost 12 years the first time, we had 68 <laughs> young men through our program. Uh, my daughter was 18 months old when we first started, and I had a, a four-year-old son. My daughter is now an assistant family teacher in a girl's home. So she's working with the girls. My wife and I are back working with the boys. Uh, but yeah, it's a kind of a family thing. And uh, it's it's fantastic. We love it. And Corey, you know, we've got a 14-foot table sitting in our dining room, and you are welcome to it anytime. Have some dinner, meet the boys, and uh, have a night you won't forget. Absolutely, Eric. I, I, I appreciate that invitation, and I want to take you up on that. I hope you do. I hope you do. Anything else that we need to cover for today's podcast? Well, I think we're good for today. But now here's the exciting part, listeners. You get Eric one more time. Oh, he all doesn't right. know this, but we're having a surprise. <laughs> Eric has a, a, a deep love for, for music and singing. Is that, is that a fair statement? It is a fair statement. Yes, we, <laughs> it's very fair. And, and so it. I'm not going to require you to sing, but episode, the next episode we release um, is going to be called Lyrical Finance. Oh. And so we are going to try and potentially stump each other with random music lyrics and then time to finance somehow. It's going to be awesome. Okay. Deal. I'm all over it. <laughs> I got I to gotta do some work for this next one. And, and so at some point, we'll even tell Bill when the show starts for him. <laughs> yeah. So, so maybe he'll be in lyrical finance, maybe beyond that. I don't know. But uh, yeah. Bill doesn't Bill even know what he's getting into. <laughs> oh, no. No, Bill, Bill has no idea. Hey, maybe he's got a clue. But next time, I think we need to incorporate him, bring him in, and put him on the spot. Well, perfect. Well, change is good, right? There you go. Yes. And for the listener, here's the thing. If you have any questions about uh, Boys Town, sure, email them to Corey. But more importantly, if you have questions about Bill, email those in too. So we, we will, maybe we'll cover some of those in the next podcast. Um, you can uh, get your questions answered before Bill even gets on the show. <laughs> <laughs> and if we don't know, we'll have him answer them live on air. Uh, what good. could go wrong? What yeah, could, what go, could wrong? go wrong with that? <laughs> All right, Corey. This has been fantastic. Thank you so much. I do look forward to the next podcast, um, even though that will be the farewell one. Um, it's it's just been an honor and, and a pleasure. So thank you so much. Thank you, Eric. You, you bet. And of course, our last thank you goes to the listening audience. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the Win Podcast with Corey Hymanson. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way when Corey comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. 
And we humbly ask that you share this podcast, rate it, and leave a review, as this actually does help others find the show. Again, thank you so much for listening today. For everyone at Hymanson Wealth Advisors, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to The Win Podcast. What's important now? The show that helps you achieve your financial dreams. To ask questions about topics covered during the show or get a copy of Stop Doing Dumb Things With Your Money by Corey Hymanson, visit www.hymansonwealth.com or give us a call at 712-472-3867. Don't forget to click the follow button below to be notified when new episodes become available. Securities offered through Securities America, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Securities America Advisors, Inc. Hymanson Wealth Advisors and Securities America are separate entities.